All right, here we go. You ready, Petey? Ready. Okay. Oh, look at how nice he sounds in the ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He went PBS on us. <laughs> he went PBS on us. Exactly. That's not good. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Compassionate Achiever Podcast. I'm Tracy Day. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Chris Oh, yeah. Clark. How are you? Happy freaking New Year. Happy freaking New Year. <laughs> yes. Do you know I actually have a banner that says that? Well, not yeah. exactly freaking new year no <laughs> yes you i do i do <laughs> don't you love it yes it is going to be an awesome year i really i feel it 2018 it is, is going to be just one of the best a lot of silver and gold so oh, please don't break into song please don't <laughs> it's not that kind of a podcast okay no, I'm, all kidding. Right, all right. I'm kidding all right so for those of you who don't know dr chris cook he is a political and social science professor at western connecticut state university he's founder of the center for compassion creativity and innovation He's a Fulbright Scholar, Harvard Fellow, and ex-counterintelligence officer, and his latest project has been writing the book, The Compassionate Achiever, How Helping Others Fuels Success. And Tracy, her background is in marketing, advertising, and foreign affairs. She's also an award-winning radio and talk show host, and we've teamed up to interview compassionate achievers from different walks of life. And so today, though... <laughs> We're going to be so talking <laughs> about the new year. We are, yes. We had a couple of good guests that we're having to postpone. Yep. So that's fine. Yep. More good things to come. And um, so first of all, how was your holiday? Holidays this is were... the first time back, right? Yes, um, yes, first back. time back. Um, holidays were great. We, you know, I can start with what just happened. We just had um, some a family from the country of Estonia, come and spend New Which is years. where you used to live, right? Uh, yeah, it's where I did um, some teaching and nice. some research. How long were you there? I, I was forget. there for a year on a Fulbright, on a Fulbright scholarship. Nice. So that, and we got, he was the chair of the department there, and my wife and his wife kind of, they created a friendship, and then they have a little boy, and I have three little boys, so the, their little dude likes to play with, you know, my Aww, three my neat. three dudes, and so, yeah, that was... It oh, was we should have had him on. Yeah, they're back, they're actually in Jersey right now. He probably would have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, he has uh, his dad there, so oh, nice. I, they wanted to go back. and. But that's great that you keep in contact, and... You yeah, know, it's been, I good. couldn't believe it's been 10 years. Wow. So. But you know what? That's important. There, there's another New Year's kind of thing is to, I think, keep in touch with. I was talking to a friend um, who I haven't talked to in a while. And same kind of thing. That's a, that's a good reconnection kind of, you know, you think about the past year and you think about what's coming up. And it's good to reconnect with people. It is. It is. And he, we see them every 18 months Oh, is wow. what happens. That's good. So, yeah, it's, it's been really cool. And just to catch up and, you know, see what's going on and, and, you know, our different, we have different research ways and anyway, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how, how was your, awesome. Was your yeah. awesome. We only had three of the six home, um, with their significant others, but, um, a okay. lot of extended family. Yeah. We had like, I don't know, 32 or something for Christmas Eve and it was fun. It was just, it was great. Ellie cooked all the time she even made a christmas goose 
Oh, really? Oh, really? She did. She made a Christmas goose, and it was awesome. And then she and did little Timmy show up? For like, <laughs> I'm Barry, little Timmy couldn't have shown up because my boys <laughs> ate it all. Uh, they yeah. went back. For, I'm not kidding. For thirds and fourths for the wow. goose. Was it good? Was oh it my tasty? gosh, it's so good. It's sweet. If you like sweet meat, oh. um, it's just naturally because it has a lot of fat. Oh, so. fat is always <laughs> fat is one of my favorite things. So it must be good. So it, man, my boys were downing it, and then she made goose soup. And, oh wow! And she, yeah, I mean, but she was doing everything. We had her family over for the holidays, and then we had um, uh, a Christmas goose, and then and then she made a ham for New Year's, and yeah, Fun. she's yeah, she's yeah. I yeah. told you, I married above me. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not kidding. No, that's not. <laughs> and true. It, it's, I love it, Ellie. I'm, I mean, yeah. Not to say that she's below you either, but just, you know, you're, you seem like a very good match. You really do. Yeah, and we, we see the world through different ways. And Scott and I are the same way. It's we, really cool. We kind of um, arrive to... I learn a lot from her, basically. A lot of the same conclusions, but we get there like polar opposite. Yeah. We really go about it very differently, which, you know, that's a good thing. It makes the world go round. Yeah, right? and I, I like that. Yeah, different perspective. Yes. So right before the show, we were looking at that. Um, what what did you call that? It's um, an optical illusion. Gee, of- that was a big word. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't I come up with that? I thought you said there was some other three or kind four of- columns. Yes, that was interesting. Right, and so from the different perspective. Right. So if it. you looked at the picture. From the left side, you saw four columns. And if you looked at it from the right side, you saw three columns. Mm-hmm. And so it all depends where people initially go to, right? And then where, the, where, the, where do they look? And so Ellie and I, on that, we, we saw different columns. And, and, and there are pictures between, um, there's another optical illusion out there. That you can get on the net between a bunny and a duck. And, oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, and I have. Some people seen that see one. the bunny, others people right. see the duck. But this is the column thing, and and it's so much fun with the columns because people swear, no, there's four, and then the other person because they're starting from the other side goes, no, there's no, three, there's, and they're right? both and, right. Right, 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 but they won't listen to each other. See, there you go back to Luca. Yes, to listen. Bingo, to right listen. there. It's the first step of compassion, right? It's it's to listen. Not okay. You have your perspective, but listen to the other because you yeah. might learn something. And, right. and you, you might could see both be right, right, as in this case, uh, this well, both illusion. cases, right. The bunny and the and the duck. duck, and the what's the other one? The candlestick in the woman's face. Yes, I remember yep. that one. Yeah, it's so popular. Can you generally, when somebody points that out, can you see both? Because some people have a really hard time. I mean, and I'm not saying that, but I can usually once yes. somebody says it, I go, oh yeah. Yep. But some people. It's literally like their brain can't go there. You know, right, they really right. only see, see the bunny or right. whatever. You right. know what I mean? And yeah. Like, and there are people that can see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, I think, that's where you eventually want to, I think we all want to be, <laughs> see the whole picture. Yeah, I didn't say I could see the whole picture. I said I could, I could see both sides of it. I could but see the we bunny can all the learn that. We can all learn to take time to reflect. Mm-hmm. Right. We can all take that extra moment to deliberate. And that's I'm, I'm reading. Uh, I've been reading a lot of different neuroscience books that came out over the last six months, maybe even a year. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm reading, I finished one in two days called The Human Advantage about what we have that animals don't have. We can get, it's heavy neuroscience, counting neurons in the brain and how they do that. And that was way pre- above my pay it was grade. Pretty, no, it's actually pretty, pretty <laughs> wild. The, the middle of the book is pretty dense. Yeah. It's, it, it's, and it shows you the process of it. And, but I think the, the beginning and the end, you know, is open for everyone uh, to, to really grasp the meaning of it. And basically, the human advantage is our cerebral cortex. We have ne- more neurons in there. And this is what's really cool, speaking about cooking. The reason why... And the poor goose. <laughs> yes, and the poor goose. <laughs> Tracy, this is the... So cerebral cortex, we have more neurons than... than um, more connections there than, than any other animal. And the scientists believe the reason is that we cooked our food so the protein is easily absorbable so that we can then send that energy up to our brains where the we cooking really? really helped us have that human advantage and in, in, it's all about in the, the fire it is all about the <laughs> fire it's all about that goose, yeah, the goose. <laughs> right? and really? to get that protein yeah so it's a really interesting book but because it changes the protein yeah so and... it's easily absorbable hmm. you, so we can you, if you're eating raw meat it takes a lot more effort and energy to get the same amount of protein, but you still won't even get the same amount of protein. It, it breaks it down so that our body can absorb it faster. And so I've never heard that. So right, two, our our brain is what two percent of our entire body, but it uses twenty five percent of our energy. Hmm. Wow. And so that. So what is that, the that what's the whole impetus behind all these raw diets? You know how everything. Well, that's like, the, that's the thing that that's maybe not you can such lose a weight. good thing. Yeah. Right. But but I'm not so We're sure not about even where, going the, where the knowledge. <laughs> you might lose weight in, in a really important right. spot. Exactly. What's well, two plus? Can't find your way what? out of a box, but you're thinner. <laughs> so that's that's the fun. That was one book, but a book I'm reading right now is called "The Knowledge Illusion: Why We Never Think Alone" by two cognitive uh, neuroscientists or psychologists, and. There, it really gets into the importance of reflection um, and taking the time to deliberate. And there's basically two ways they talk about in the book of thinking. And one is by intuition, mm-hmm. and the other one is by deliberation. And intuition is when you see a problem and you think you know the answer. And you just jump to and it? And you jump to it, Oh, right? yeah, that's me. I'm, and, I'm the worst. And then... And then there's another way of thinking is to deliberate. You don't you you have your intuition, but you hold it back, mm. and you take time to deliberate. Or another way to think about it is reflect upon it, right? And so there's a bunch of different problems, and I do this with my boys, um, right? There's and today I wrote up up on the board uh, that you know there's a bat and a ball that costs a dollar ten, mm-hmm. and the bat is a dollar more than the ball. Okay. How much does the ball cost? And everyone, and we'll let this hang for a little second, because <laughs> so the, the, the intuitive doing response, it in their head right, right now. the intuitive response is 10 cents, and it's wrong. Right. Okay. Right? So, because the bat's always gotta be a dollar more. And they don't tell you this when you take the test. They don't tell you there's this difference between intuition and deliberation, <laughs> right? Because they're testing. And over 80% of the people, you know, give the wrong answer, the intuitive answer, the one that looks and feels right, right? The 10 cents. It's the ball costs five cents. 
because it's got to be a dollar more. The bat's a dollar more. So a dollar five for the bat and five cents for the ball equals a dollar ten. Right? And so when right, you look at ten it. Cent, okay. Right. Yeah. But people say ten cents. And they even did this in the book. They did this process, these tests, even between different schools. Right? And an yeah, MIT, the MIT students mainly got it right, but the Princeton students mainly got it wrong. Right. And so it's because how of intuition, you think. do you think it's more like how, along that left brain, right brain thing? No, I don't no? think it's a left brain, right brain thing at all. I, I, I know, first off, I think that's a myth. Um, you do? Oh, yeah. And neuroscience has shown that that's a myth. Why? If, if anything, because we use the whole brain. It's all interconnected. It's not a left brain, right brain way of thinking. That's that's not there. We use everything and we use 100 percent of our brain. And it does cross over, right? All those neurons. Yeah, well, that's like, the whole idea of our brain is, is the synapses, the connections, right? It's, it's that, you know, we, even when we see something, and in a book I use for Honors 100, John Medina, who's a, um, a neurobiologist, and all freshmen and honors here have to read his book, you say you see an apple, but there is no one image of apple in your head neuroscientists have shown it's actually a bunch of different connections and pictures You've that are put together you got granny smith you, <laughs> you got your Cortland. You but got, there's like no one file in your brain for it it's made of connections hmm. right and so you know that's that's what's really interesting to me and so when i'm thinking of intuition deliberation i i wish that more people would deliberate Right, would take that time to reflect because when we think in politics, for example, we or everything else, we seem to take the easy way out. Oh, it just seems right, right? Ten cents. Impulsive. <laughs> right. That, yeah. But taking the time to deliberate and reflect on an issue can show you what the right answer is or what a more complete answer is. And a lot of times we take that intuition, that intuitive, and we go with it and we swear by it. It has to be right. And, you know, I, I, I'm hoping this year, um, I, I think last year was a lot of intuitive <laughs> decision making <laughs> at many different levels. And I'm hoping this year we, we take the time to deliberate. We, we take the time to have that reflective time. And I love reading these books because it, it, they, they focus on the science of it all. And for me, I want to take that science and put it into our world, our everyday world. And that's what the Compassionate Achiever does, right? You, you're supposed to, and no one's perfect. I'm certainly not perfect at it but i'd like to try right? Right. we're all try. striving to be better <laughs> in many ways that. and, and that's, so what do you yeah. say to somebody that says you know go with your gut that's the intuitive part right mm -hmm. so how do you but you're saying go with your gut but then deliberate yeah Is that take some time take to some reflect. time yeah because even the deliberation you, you you have your intuit your intuitive answer but you hold it back Mm -hmm. Right, and you to, take that and next to consider step. it, yeah, to consider is that intuitive answer right, hmm. or is it just the really easy way to to go on something which will lead to more problems, right? Yeah, which would you, know, you keep getting the answers wrong, <laughs> it's going to lead to more problems <laughs> right. later on, right? Right, so yeah, it, you don't throw away the intuitive, but you check it, hmm. right? Take time to check it, make sure it's it's right, and I think if we did more of that, I think we'd have a better world if we. It's, well, I think time. definitely when people just spout off about something, you know, something pops in your brain and we just, 
you know, I, I think so many people have lost their filter. <laughs> I know, seriously. Yeah. And, and I mean that because, you know, for instance, we were in the city uh, for a couple of days in New York and um, just driving along in this cab and there was another cab right next to us and this car pulls up and he is just lambasting this guy. He's got his window down and he's like, you know, what are you doing? Move to another country. Oh, blah, blah, no. blah. I just hate that. Like, I, I'm like, oh, it just makes my skin crawl. Um, but I just thought to myself, you know, okay, so maybe the cab cut him off. I, I have no idea what happened. Um, maybe he was wrong. Maybe, you know, whatever the case may be. It doesn't deserve a reaction like that. Yeah. And so if people could put that filter on and, you know, so their intuition, you know, their gut reaction is to just go after this guy. But if we could take that two seconds or one second and, you know, take a deep breath and say, really, what is that going to prove? <laughs> right. Other than just making a complete ass out of the out of the driver that you know was yelling like that, I just thought, oh, and create stress and oh create my gosh. blood pressure. And- I mean, you should have seen every car around there. Every head was looking that way. And the scary thing is now, you know, you tend. I mean, and not to awfulize, but it does flash through your head oh my gosh, is this guy going to go postal on somebody? Right, right. You know what I mean? Like we never used to think that. But now you really are like, ooh, is he really going to, you know, what is he going to do? Right. And, you know, and you bring this up and it made me, you know, think of something more on this push for deliberation and more reflection. You know, some people say, well, there's always going to be problems in the world. Yes, yes, that's why I'm saying deliberate. <laughs> right. Right? So maybe we need to think a you don't have little to make bit more. Deeper. You don't have to make that hole deeper. You can find solutions. Why don't you try to find solutions right away rather than lose the handle, right? right? I think that it's good to go through some problems and some suffering. Yeah. I, 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 it is because it helps Well, that's you. where growth really yeah, takes place. I do, right. But you can that. do it in a constructive way. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it in what I consider a destructive way, where you're taking other people down. Well, maybe while you're trying Hence to get the through the driver and the cab. Right. But, That's what made me think of it. You know. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. You can still be professional. You can still have grace. You can still have compassion, and 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 succeed in what you are are trying to do. And you know. And that's why I love reading these different books and in, in the different fields like neuroscience and psychology. Because I think they help inform, and the studies are keep they keep coming out. So I want to stay up on those, and I think for our for our broadcast, especially for this year, you know, I need to be able to stay up on those. So when we have guests in, we can slide some of the science and keep sliding the science into into these ideas of how compassion leads to success. And how do you so how do you practice that? Like how do you say okay instead of just going with my intuition? You know, is it one of those things that you just have to keep saying to yourself, okay, really think about it, like before you open your mouth? It's like everything else, right? So I do it, yeah, it's like everything else in life. If people are rude, they learned to be rude, Mm -hmm. right? You don't come out of your, uh, you know, you're not born, you know, with the middle right. finger coming out, <laughs> right. Out of, right? You learn those you types look, of things, yes. right? Yeah. Darwin has shown that, uh, uh, Rousseau has shown that. Um, 
so we learn these things and you can learn to do that so you know in the book we talk about mind the gap right mm -hmm. taking that extra step in social emotional learning program we did scarlett lewis the jesse lewis choose uh, love movement we call it a brave breath right take a brave breath um to to move forward take that extra step to consider and to think about what's going on and i do it after a run i make sure i'm all hyped up i'm all psyched <laughs> and i do 10 minutes of my warm down of a meditation so it helps me even when i'm when my body's up and going after a run it's really it's really high and it's really up i learned to take myself down and then that's helpful when you're out holiday shopping right, or, right. or whatnot that and try and do it in your body knows circumstances how to do it. right because it becomes more rote and you can't do it if you've never done it before when those moments are so intense that's when it's really hard to do it so if you can practice in maybe and the more calm times right. of doing that then you won't be so maybe apt to just Another, jump right but there's i mean you don't have to do it for running you can do podcasts you can listen to somebody who you're diametrically opposed to and mm -hmm. listen all the way through right, without right. losing it. So there's, there's a bunch of different ways you can do this. And that's the fun part of it. I, I think each one of us has our own loves in life that we do. And you can incorporate it into that love of, in life that you, that you do. For me, it's running and podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. So I... I um, Especially the Compassion Achiever. <laughs> the, the, do you listen to it? I never listen to it. I, I do. I Isn't listen to what we have covered or haven't covered. Mm -hmm. That's right? good. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested because I listen to so many others. To compare and contrast. Yeah. And yeah I see, make... I try to listen to others. I should probably listen to ours more. At the beginning, I was. Um, but I should listen to it more and see well, how we can improve and well that and kind of thing. also make us different yes and it's one of the reasons i said yes to you right because i didn't know you from a hole in the wall <laughs> and, like, and i was like oh my gosh this could be a fun podcast i have no idea about this crazy woman <laughs> she did didn't want take, she didn't want did to come to my book signing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you take what'd you call it the uh compassionate breath or what'd you call it <laughs> no <laughs> that that i was like you know well, what we did is we did deliberate, right? We met at we did. coffee shops mm -hmm. a couple of times before, yep. right? To get to And then know you each did other. some due diligence to make sure I wasn't like an axe murderer or anything. Well, you know, I covered up your past. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great because I got to know you. You got to know me and about whether we could even, you know, try this. And that's what also makes this different, right? Right. Is, is that, you know, and I like that because I'm still learning who you are vice versa right on yeah. the podcast yeah and that's it's that's good and it's funny because we don't see each other that much no outside of the podcast right well and then we always have scott our engineers and, and Pete. don't talk don't talk don't talk outside <laughs> right. the podcast. scott won't let us talk yeah it's like <laughs> i know but that's a good thing that is yeah that's i think, a good so, thing I think so too that, um but so new year's i i let's switch gears okay. to um talking about you know, taking that breath and, and, you know, deliberating over things. So do you believe in, uh, new year's resolutions? I believe they're made to be broken. Okay. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> I, I good. think, I think you can start. I, I think you can have a resolution any time of the year. I agree. I totally And agree. so for me, if you want to make a habit, 
you can make it happen whenever you want, whenever you want to start it. Yeah. And that's a good one. You know, so for me, I'm okay, you know, with watching other people. And so at the gym, always it's around the third week in February where I can get a parking space again. Right. (laughs) Right. January. Because everybody has. Yeah. That's why they, you know, those, um, well, we won't even name names, but there's a lot of those gyms that that's exactly what they do. They charge you very little per month knowing that for January it's going to be a mob scene, but then it's going to taper off so much that, um, you know, that then they start making money the rest of the year because half the people aren't showing up. So it's all good. So I read this quote. I love this. Um, it says, uh, it was on the internet, of course, (laughs) so it must be true. No, it's from, um, I'm going to slaughter this name. Aknath Iswaran. Huh. Okay. Um, it says activity is not achievement. It is not enough to rush about beginning a lot of things and keeping busy. A well-spent life is one that rounds out what has begun. Mm. Isn't that good? That mm-hmm. goes back to that whole, don't just make these resolutions like this is what I'm going to do and that's what I'm going to do. And then, you know, like you said, three weeks later, you fall off the, off the wagon and, you know, you're back doing your old habits or or whatever. And I I thought that was really good. It goes on to say, intention in the words we speak are powerful. When we say we are going to do something, we set energy in motion. When we fail to act or complete our intention, we drain our energy, we lose our power. We would be wise to choose our words carefully to really mean what we say and to honor the commitments we've made. Yeah. There's a lot in there that that's really good, right? Yeah. It reminds me of the Dead Poets Society quote right, that Mr. Keaton, uh, played by Robert Robin Williams, said: "No matter what anyone tells you, words and ideas can change the world." Right? They absolutely and, can. And I truly believe that. And and yeah, I mean, I think honor and and trying to keep your word, you know, makes everything. And you know. We were growing up, literally a handshake would, would seal a deal. Now you have to have lawyers, oh, right? Because contracts and people's this words, and, that and, and I think releases, and yeah, yeah. I, I think you have to live by your word. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish we could do that more, and we can't, right? That and my boys, if I'm going to promise them to do something, I'm going to come hell or high do water, it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, right. Whatever, it and that, that is. starts, as you said, with each individual. If you do it and I do it, and then that kind of mushrooms, and we can all follow in those footsteps. And it's it's hard to do sometimes. It um, is. It is. It is hard. Yeah. Um, but like this quote says, you set energy in motion with your intentions, and and I love that. That um, so whether they're resolutions or not, or whatever you want to call them, or just being mindful like you said, of, you know, not jumping to that conclusion, use your intuition, but then, you know, step back, take a breath and try and figure it out a little bit more. Yeah. And I think every person is worth that. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, every moment is worth that. And I, I, there are people that you and I both, you know, know separately that, um, they left this world a little too early Mm. and, you know, this is the time of year where, you know, I, I, a lot of people have left my life 
And when I was started going through that process the very first time, I was mad. But then I realized, wow, how much each moment is worth. I still have breath. I'm still alive. And I wanted to make a difference and, and to honor you know, those people. I mean, the first person in my life that was everything to me that left my grand I have talked about it before, my grandmother. Um, you know, I, I feel like my actions can either honor her or not. And so when I'm dealing with people, I literally think of, you know, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's tough, How I really... How would she feel about that? Or... Well, I would, you know, it's so funny. She's one of those hardcore New York women, mm-hmm. right? And I've seen her out in the subway, which is pretty rough. With me, she was always, like, different. And what I was always going for was if she would be proud of me. That's admirable. Right? That's so really admirable. To act in a way that she would be proud of me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's actually true to me. Because I know when I do something, if it's wrong, I feel like I'm taking myself down. Mm-hmm. Right? And it goes to that quote, right? You, you, you lose a part of you right and and i hate that i hate that feeling and and so you do the right thing you you no matter what and it's so funny when you do the right thing sometimes it does kind of chop you it's like a chop block at first right Mm -hmm. you get taken down but somewhere along the line not too much further later something better happens you know even when you do the right thing and you get chopped down there's always something better later and you just gotta wait you just gotta take that deliberate that deliberate weight, that, that that little step, and it's always better. And it's 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 even funny with my wife, uh, uh, a girl I was dating broke up with me, and I was like, oh man, this is like this, I've lost the best one. Yeah, yeah. and then it, Ellie came. and then Ellie walks into my life. I'm like, oh my god, imagine, right? Imagine if you know, right? Could have gone very differently. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad my wish didn't come true. Right? That no, it's true. Right. That, that it, And, you know, I think sometimes it's so important to look at ourselves and say, who am I when the, you know, I'm behind closed doors? Like when I'm not out in front of other people, like, can I look at myself in the mirror and say, hey, I'm trying to be the best person I can. And, and, you know, as you said, nobody is perfect. I am like <laughs> miles away, but it just, you know, it's about striving to be yes. the best you can be. And we all fall short of that. And that's so true. But, you know, it's, it's that intention that you're trying to be a good person. And Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson says, character is what you do when you think no one else is looking. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. That's character. Yeah. And, I and that's that. what I mean by like behind the closed doors. Like, who are you really, you know, when you're not out right. trying to impress somebody right. or trying to, you know, say, hey, I'm a great person or whatever it is that you're doing. But, you know, you have to be comfortable in your own skin Without and a doubt. feel proud of yourself. And that's why, you know, I, th- I think of and I remember quotes like that. I write them down. I memorize them because those are the ones that can act like mantras, mm-hmm. right? That yeah, it can help point. you get back online. I do. I have you know, some stupid stuff when I'm out running, right? To help me get through a pain or when I feel like myself is slowing down, I have these different things that you know I use. And I think th- that quote that you read about words having an energy, I think that's true. I think it, you know, even a smile, you know, all oh, that changes can change everything. the energy. Yeah. 
Immediately. And even, do you notice um, on the podcast that you listen to, you can tell when people are smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, in radio, I, I used to teach uh, at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and that was my big thing. I'm like, just because you're behind a mic and you don't think people can see you, your inflection is just, they can read your face. <laughs> That's great. I like Can't that. they? Yeah, I mean, I isn't so. that true? When, I think so. you know, people are upset, even the best actors and actresses, that's hard to yeah, really, to make that come through. And a smile can just, it, it changes things. It changes the whole energy. Again, going back to energy, your intentions set that. So it, it does. And there's also something else that changes the energy that I want to talk to you about because it's, it's, it's one of those weird <laughs> kind of cultural things that we do and we we you and I met in coffee shops right we went to a coffee shop after the book signing mm -hmm. and 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 so there's this big movement now um going away in coffee shops I don't know if you know that's that in coffee shops they have this pour the single pour where you can make a, a coffee in um one cup of coffee in one filter so it's a really fresh cup of coffee and you can order it and it's, it's big in cities like New York and San Francisco. And now, starting off this year, artificial intelligence, AI, is being used more and more. And, and so these gourmet coffee shops where you can get this perfectly fresh brew of your coffee, um, single for you, is now, some of them are now moving to these automated you know, I was just going to say, coffee. isn't that kind of like a Keurig <laughs> well, or, or whatever, you know, brand you're looking at? But what's at, really but interesting. Isn't that it? Well, or no? but it, you're right. In a way, there's these other high tech. But yeah, let's go Keurig because probably more people know the Keurig. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, right? I don't know many people that don't know a Keurig, but okay. And so, so, yeah, but what's really interesting is when you go into those coffee shops and you I, I don't know, I couldn't afford to go into many of them anyways, but you have a conversation with the barista because it takes about seven minutes, five to seven minutes to, to make brew that, brew each, that, that, that each one. one cup of coffee. So it's like really super fresh. But you have this dialogue and you have this communication with another human being. Which is a great thing. It is. And, and that conversation, right, is part of it. And so um, one of the... Uh, exclusive coffee shop owners and CEO uh, handcrafted he had this quote in one of the papers and he said this in a world of automation and speed there need to be things we can do to slow people down or just be present mm. unquote right and it kind of goes back to this other idea in this other book um, that I brought up about the liberation versus intuition I think we're even getting our coffees so that they're so fast, right? That yeah. we're not slowing down at all. We're just fueling up. Just more motion, motion, motion. Just go. And, and if we stay with our intuitive responses, like most of us do, and we have more energy and we're sucking down more coffee because we're not waiting <laughs> five, seven minutes for that cup, are we becoming motivated idiots, <laughs> right? Are we just becoming mm -hmm. high energy people who are just looking, hitting the wrong answers? And I, I hope we slow down in this year. Right? Yeah. And we realize right, that we can have our coffee. We mm -hmm. can get our energy from that. And I love a good cup of coffee. I make, during the summer, I will make you 
what Ellie calls my famous iced coffee topped with chocolate whipped cream and, mm. and the work. Oh yeah. So I'll, I'll take care of you on that okay. end. Right? And, and Pete too. I know Pete, 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 yeah. I'll, Pete needs I'll, it. I'll include Pete in on that. <laughs> um, I hope he drinks coffee, <laughs> know, right. but, but that's where I think he, you know, the CEO, I think is right. We need time to slow down. We need time to, to reset. And, you know, I, one of the things that I love about Ellie is that my boys are not overbooked. No, oh, I totally agree with that. I think it's so sad that so many of these kids have no time to be kids. Yes. Like to just play. Did you ever notice that? Like, you know, they've got this class and that class and I've got to do this and that and the other thing. And that's, that's good to a certain point. You know, I mean, too no. much of a good thing is never a good thing. Right. And there's a balance there of they need to have time to use their imagination and just play. Yep. I mean, and, and I don't, when I mean play, I don't mean sit in front of an Xbox. And, <laughs> I mean, but to really just actually have to come up with something. Yep. And like Legos. Like Legos are <laughs> awesome. Remember, our house my is kids, filled with them. Are Playmobiles still big? My kids had not, Playmobiles. They, not so much anymore. Yeah, I'm dating myself. Barbies, <laughs> I don't think they're big no, anymore. They are. are they? Yeah, they are. Oh. And different. There's uh, more diversity in Barbie land. Oh, that's good. Yes. Than Barbie land. and Ken. Yes. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> um, but no, that's I, I like that. I think that is a goal, not a New Year's resolution, but a goal to slow down, be more present. Yeah. And, you know, you can use your intuition, but take that just gap and, and say... Be deliberate about it, and we're going to be deliberate too. And you we want to let going to be our listeners know about our new stream yes. coming up, and you know no, what we got I'm excited. What we got going on? Yeah, compassionateachiever.com is coming your way very soon. <laughs> oh, Do we decide it's the compassionate achiever? So we got compassionateachiever.com is. Um, I think you're going compassionateachieverpodcast, right? Dot com. Right, because we already have the CompassionAchiever.com with ChrisCook.com. Right, we're going. Right. Com- so we have to right. figure out if it's the Compassionate Achiever podcast. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Right. But I don't know. If, so, but we got. We're gonna have our own feed. Yes, which is very important. And on Twitter, Comp Achiever Pod. That's already up can, and going. That's that's happening. Yeah, Pete's got that. Pete's got he's the handle it. down. He's he's, so he's doing the it. yes. He's doing that up. And of course. Still, you can find us at WCSU Media. Right. Um, So there's going to be lots of ways to find us. And I hope that you can tune in um, because this is your chance. This is your moment. Because, I hope. (laughs) Because. Come on, this is your segue. Oh, I man, was so missed. into you. I was like, listen, I was like, all right, we got, like, we got what? Pete coming in off the side. I was like, this is cool. I got, I just got into listening. <laughs> I literally got into listening. <laughs> I was listening to you. You got that, Scott? I was listening, <laughs> listening. to Tracy. <laughs> Not talking. No talking. I was literally listening to you. I was so into what you were saying. It's true that we here at the Compassion Achiever uh, podcast, we hope that we can help you unleash the compassion achiever within you so that you can unlock success. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>